Gareth, you should let me do your hair. I don't have any hair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so what would you do to it? There's we could nothing... do a cute little add-on moment. No. I could grow it if you want, then you can do something to it. That would be fun. Oh, no. <laughs> Why not? I could put it in the cute little, like, a man bun. Yeah, I could see you with the man bun. I can't. <laughs> and Nick, I feel like you should get some highlights. Yeah. I, my head is buzzed right now. Oh, damn it. I'm chilling with the baldies today. It's <laughs> hot as fuck. Like It is. It really it's is. It's been about two years since I buzzed my hair, so it was... Sounds like thirsty. <laughs> we are just fucking thirsty. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Obsessed Podcast. It's Nick, Gareth, and Gia. Today, we've got sort of a little bit of a catch-up type recap of everything that's been going on in Mariah's world, darling. So let's get into it. So before we get into everything that's been going on, I think we should maybe have a little bit of a recap of what we've been listening to, what we're obsessed with, talk about what we've been doing, you know, a little catch up. Our episodes have been coming out, but we haven't recorded a new one in a minute. So it's we're I'm a little rusty right now, you guys. So just bear with us today. Okay. Gareth had the most exciting thing happen. Tell us about your trip, Gareth. Where did you go? I went to Portugal for two weeks. We drove there and yeah, it was quite nice. Quite nice to just not think of work, not think of pretty much anything really. Sun, get away from it all. I was probably hammered every single day. So I'm nothing gonna new. That... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be that naive American. And Where is Portugal and how far is it from where yeah. you live? I was just going to ask, like, you guys drove there? Like, how long of a drive was it? Oh, my God. So, Portugal is sort of part... It's not part of Spain. It's its own country. But it is attached. So, it kind of is part of Spain when you look at the map. We drove... Is it still Europe? Yeah, it's still Europe. It's like... Girl, (laughs) I'm not that naive. We're not going to drive anywhere further than Europe. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) Yeah, he he drove to Japan. (laughs) We're still on our way there now. <laughs> um, I don't even know how long that would take. But um, yeah, we drove there. It's sort of like below the UK and above Africa, like if I'm remembering it correctly from a map. But um, we sort of have to sort uh, go down to Dover in the UK, um, go through the Channel Tunnel into France. Uh, we get off the Channel Tunnel in Calais, travel all through France, Spain, all and curl round to Portugal. So we left are flat in London at like 9pm on the Friday and then we were driving all the way up until we reached Wilson's grandparents' house at 3am the following Sunday, the same Sunday, sorry, that same weekend. Okay, so it's not crazy, it's like driving from where Nick and I are to like California or something. So it was, that's a long trip, that would take it, for me to drive to California from where I live, if I only stopped for just a little bit, it would take me about three days. Like if I stopped Oh, overnight. okay. So it's even less than California then. Um, How many miles was it? Oh God, I don't know. They do kilometers, don't they? We do miles, but um, in the rest of Europe, they do kilometers. Like in the UK, Well, how many hours did it take? Oh, well, we did stop a few times. So 
but not for very long. I'd say probably it, when we were researching the trip, it said about 21 hours from door to door. So I, oh, guess, damn. I guess that's if you don't stop. Obviously. Okay, so we'll say from Michigan to Utah or something, or maybe like the middle of the, like Missouri. Okay, wait, uh, I have a question though. Yeah. Is Russia, about... is, is Russia Europe too? <laughs> Guys, I'm serious. I'm so glad. I thought I was stupid, but thank God. <laughs> Bitch, fair. shut the fuck up. G, are you not understanding this war that's going on right now over there? Well, that's what I was. I was curious if you guys had to like drive through the war or something. Oh God, no, no, we were literally like, <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> You're keeping that in. <laughs> to be fair, though, like, no, it was all sort of like south mediterranean kind of like vibes the weather was absolutely boiling there was a few sort of like bushfires going on um which was a bit worrying of how we were going to plan our trip but luckily our, our route didn't take us anywhere near the fires so we managed to get there quite you know all in one piece and back all in one piece we had to stop up in bordeaux and pick up wilson's cousins because they live in um leon and then we had to drop them off as well. But on the way back, we stayed overnight as at Wilson's aunt's house. So we had an even bigger break. So that was nice. Was it like a pretty drive? Because you said you had to drive through France and everything. Was it, was it gorgeous? gorgeous? It was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's tedious because we were both really tired. But yeah, it was nice. It was nice. And then tell us about Portugal. Like, what was it like there? Ridiculously hot. We took Jack, our dog, and um, he came with us, so he enjoyed Portugal. It was just, it was a lot of catching up with people. It was very busy for us, so it's literally like off the, as soon as we get off the, like out the car, pretty much, we got in, we sort of had to speak to all of his family and like, hi, like three o'clock in the morning and sort of like unwind a little bit. Then we went to bed and then pretty much the next day, it was just catching up with people. We had a christening to go to, an engagement lunch to go to, and then it was all like this house, this person's house, meeting this person at this coffee shop, meeting this person at this bar, and it was just that every single day, uh, pretty much. It was intense. But I, I don't be driving through France. When I be driving, I be driving through like West Virginia and Pennsylvania, so I'm sure it was pretty gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, but West no Virginia hate. and Pennsylvania is gorgeous too. It's all right. It's a lot of mountains, so it's not like you really see a lot when you drive through there. Well, this was kind of, not mountains, but there, I mean, there were some mountains, but like mainly it was, you know, like a lot of green hills and whatnot. And then you saw loads of sort of like castles or houses and sometimes some ocean and some mountains in the background you know like it was it was really beautiful like when you really look out and you see all this like layers of scenery it was it was it was amazing don't know if we do it again apparently we are doing it again <laughs> wait so you guys live in like europe so like is your car is the wheel on the right side yeah that's crazy and then do you drive on the left <laughs> side of the yeah. road yeah, oh my yeah. fucking god, that's so weird, bitch. What the <laughs> fuck? And then wait, so when you leave that, it, when you leave your country, do other people still do that? No, so it's pretty much only England where we drive on the right 
of the car but drive on the left of the road so when we got into france he was on the right side of the car on the right side of the road and that was the same throughout spain and portugal that shit would trip me out that like, would I... fucking confuse the shit out of me that's the thing i thought that but then his grandfather obviously has um the portuguese version of a renault so he drives on the other side of the car and on the other side of the road he got in the car um and drove around in this english car around portugal with no problem whatsoever so i don't know i think i think maybe you adapt you adapt i don't know how long that takes depending on your attention span i guess but yeah right well everything was good with your trip then and you made it back safe we made it back safe. We're all in one piece. Nobody's lost any limbs or had a missing dog report or anything like that, which is what I was scared of. Um, no, everything's fine. Everything is great. All right. So you just had a few splashes, a long road trip, which is very American of you. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here. So do you guys want to talk about what we've been listening to as of lately? What, do you guys have anything you want to discuss? What have you guys been up to? Uh, the last two weeks, all I've been doing is just laying around and just chilling, taking a break or whatever. What I usually do. I usually work Luxuriating? <laughs> luxuriating, like Bobby Trendy would say on the Anna Nicole Smith show. I was luxuriating and just doing absolutely nothing, overeating and binge-watching <laughs> TV. I've been listening to the Christmas albums. Don't hate, but it's just that time of year for me where i'm just like yes it's almost fall it's been cooling down a lot here so i'm getting into that vibe and i just want like christmas to be here already i'm ready to record christmas episodes and be festive and all that like doesn't it cool you down as well like when it's really really hot and you're absolutely like mithered does it not cool you down when you start listening to like these upbeat christmas songs it does me. Uh, no, because I have air conditioning, so I'm always cool. <laughs> you had to pull that one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, if, if, if I don't have to be out in the heat, I don't go out in the heat. Like, summer is basically, like, my winter. Like, yeah. I go inside in the summer because I'm very, I'm very, very diva about feeling hot and sweating. I fucking hate it. Yeah, so I just, I just come inside, and then normally I'm out all during the winter because i love the winter time so much i'm sure gia doesn't because she lives literally in a winter wonderland in the winter no, i but... love i love the winter bitch i'm a winter baby i was born december 31st like winter's my season i'm the same as you like i can take a dry heat like give me 100 degrees and dry like that's fine but 80 degrees and humid like bitch turn it off like i'm not here for that at all and the problem with michigan is it's so fucking humid my hair will not last my fucking I the only thing it's good for is like your voice and like that's literally it but like it, I hate sweating I'll smell like shit I need a shower every fucking day take an ice bath like I hate the heat so I do love the winter and I did I listened to the Christmas stuff uh the other day as well so I think I'm in a I'm in a good Christmas mood this year you guys so I'm ready too there can be miracles when you believe i hope that you're festive this christmas because <laughs> girl i've been i was last year a Gia, girl cannot like, be a girl can be salty for one year and you guys will say she's the scrooge like i literally <laughs> girl you were there for the um adventures of Gigi or Le love life mariah carey when we went in that christmas season we went so hard so i don't know where all of this comes from but i'm not 
the Grinch bitch. I am bitch. I'm Cindy Lou Who up in this bitch? I hope this year you were, but you were the Grinch last year, bitch. You were the Grinch. There was nothing to steal last Christmas, so I don't know what you're. <laughs> yeah, talking there, about. I loved last Christmas. I love that McDonald's merch. I like the Christmas special. I know you hated it. Like I was last Christmas was one of my favorite Christmases ever. Like not just because of Mariah Carey, but like. I was just in that Christmas vibe last year. I didn't even hate the special. It was, I hated the way Mariah talked about it and then like what happened with it. Like it was way more about like, girl, just be straight up with me than, oh, I hate this special. So I was actually thinking about Christmas and just things that like we could possibly do this year, like just to have on the back burner, even though we still got a bit of stuff. But like, I was thinking about like, last year in comparison as well like what did we do last year and the year before and this that the other and how did it all work out and you know just sort of like not even like like planning I was just sort of just mapping it out in my head and just like that to sort of prepare myself for when we do because we're gonna literally like plummet into Christmas I can feel it and I I actually felt quite nostalgic about last year I know we we did get our hopes up a lot of people got their hopes up and um yeah there was a lot of um or quite a, a bit of uh hype created unnecessarily and I was not the only one who was disappointed about last year like no. let's be 100% frank listeners well. were upset yeah, Gareth was a little disappointed. It was not just me. So I'm not, don't act like I'm crazy for being salty last Christmas, but I'm holding myself to my word. Mariah gave us that live performance with Lotto. Like I'm going to be chill this year. Like I'm good. Like mm. even if we only get shitty butterfly merch for the anniversary, like I'm not even going to complain. I'm good. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see, Gia. I'm gonna hold you to it for real. She, I'm gonna hold you to hold it. Hold me to it, bitch. She dropped I butterfly am. merch on the September 16th, and it's like, what the fuck? Or however you say it. <laughs> you guys are so extra. Like, I literally told you guys when she did the Billboard Music Award performance, like, I'm, I'm full. Like, I'm you here. Did say that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> So I'm I'm in a good spirit. I'm in a I'm in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> it's almost time though. It's almost this time. Year like it's gone so fast. Uh, yeah, it has. It doesn't seem that long since we were like doing all this stuff about the McDonald's and this, that, the other, and then now it's like August. It's it's the end of August. August and then we just got to get through September, and then it's almost time, bitch. Speaking of the McDonald's merch stuff, I was just l recently listening back to our big Mac Raya episode when we were talking about that mm -hmm. happening. You guys got to go back and listen to it. It's so funny. That episode is hilarious. So listener, if you're hearing this and you haven't heard that episode, go back a little bit and listen to the big, M big Mac Raya. <laughs> and <laughs> and it's, it's a good one. Okay. Do you have anything to add or shall we go into... I haven't even said what I've been up to, bitch. So anyway... Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Y'all okay. are some fucking haters. <laughs> You've been hating last Christmas and loving the the, the larger performance. Blah, blah, blah. Let's move on. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Gia, what have you been up to? Not shit. So we can skip over me. No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I've just been still kicking it with my 500 hours of beauty school and working at the salon. So I have a lot of like 13 hour days, 12, 13, 14 hour days. So I've just been a little tired, a little tired, darling. Um, sleepy lamb. You go sleepy night night lamb. 
I have been literally yesterday was um a day that I just had school. I slept until like 3 p.m., which is so out of character for me, but I was tired. Yeah. Yeah, same. If I sleep past 10 o'clock, I'm like, oh my God, I gotta get up. I gotta get up. I gotta get up. If I sleep yeah, past, usually past I wake eight, up, I'm like that. Yeah, usually I wake up at like um eight thirty or nine, mm. but I was so tired yesterday, man. Like I re- I I didn't even notice like the time slipping away because I woke up once to get some water and like go to the bathroom, but then I went back to sleep till three p.m. Bitch. So wow. yeah, I've been working hard, but I graduate soon, you guys. So we're gonna have to have like a five hundred hours of beauty school spectacular times two times three three times, yeah because i'm almost at 1500 and i graduate october 17th so i'm almost done with beauty oh, school and i yeah. already work at the salon so yeah wow finish yeah. line mm-hmm. the home stretch baby yeah wait what is, wait what's a is bring it on home is that a mariah song yes okay bring it on home give it 100 percent okay so enough about me you guys let's talk about what we've been listening to lately okay does it have to be mariah but i mean like definitely throw in a mariah one if you got one but i i don't think i've been listening to too much of mariah lately besides the christmas stuff (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i have i I have been listening to mariah because although this is gonna probably sound a little bit contradictory but like we've been we were listening to it in the car like on the way to portugal and on the way back so we've had our moments and i've gotten wilson into mariah so he always wanted to have mariah because he likes to have his little mini concerts and whatnot bless his heart but so i feel like we've been listening to a lot of save the day what that he loves save the day and i'm just like okay and it was kind of nice to revisit it (laughs) it was nostalgic i was listening to it and i thought oh my god like i remember like we just got back from portugal when this came out and the whole build-up for this single coming out and i just like i remember listening to it and being sort of like "Mm, yeah it was nice to have something new from mariah but it can't the fire went out a little bit quick with that one nick was so excited when the song came out and now he hates it it's so funny to me bitch <laughs> i don't hate it if i had to give it like a grade i would give it like a c minus it's just not a good mariah song to me right. i don't remember the last time i listened to it honestly i don't think i've listened to it at all this year me either <laughs> me either. until like until like we went away like it was so weird listening to it and i just thought i i almost forget the song exists yeah i've listened to it like five more times than somewhat listened to which was like one and a half so i've listened to it like six times (laughs) but yeah so i feel like we've listened to a lot of that we i probably have tried to shoehorn in some other mariah songs um but that could have been anything and probably the roof i know i've listened to the roof a lot lately but right now, I'm literally hammering Sugar Babes at the moment. I'm just obsessed with anything Sugar Babes. I don't know who the Sugar Babes are. I see you post about it a lot, but... <laughs> Can we bring <laughs> yesterday yes. back around? Brown, brown, baby, brown, brown. Yeah, And I only know that song. I it's... only know that song from oh, porno, the... so... <laughs> but there's that other one that um, Too Lost in You from Love Actually as well. 
I guess not. Nick's like, <laughs> Nick's like no. <laughs> oh, I love them so much. I'm going to see them in October and I'm so excited. But Oh, that's exciting. And the actual good singer is still in the group. So Oh, God. If, if she was not there, I probably wouldn't even give a shit. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad she's still kicking, kicking around, you know, still here. Sugar Babes doesn't um, happen unless she's there. Exactly. Nick, what have you been listening to? I said I've I've only been listening to I've listened to the Chris I've li- I listened to both the Christmas albums yesterday. Um, just some of my playlists. I've been listening to Butterfly for something that we have coming up soon. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Morales remixes, like My All and the Can't Take That Away Triumphant Mix, which are my two favorites. Uh, the Heartbreaker Junior Vast remix Vasquez. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but yeah. My three favorite Mariah mixes. Uh, When I work, I listen to a lot of TikTok radio. So whatever's playing on TikTok, I'm listening to. Um, The Break My Soul Queens remix, even though they don't mention Mariah in it. And we'll get to that later. Yeah, but that's about it. How about you, Gia? Okay, I've been listening to Glitter. So I've been listening to If We and Lead the Way. I've been listening to All I Want for Christmas is You, some Karen Clark Shear with Balming Gilead. Girl, you guys got to listen to that one. Um, Anytime You Need a Friend, Soul Convention Remix. I Pulled Out a Joyride Moment, some Brandy with Sitting Up in My Room, some Beyonce, Me, Myself, and I, because I really did not like her new album. So I was like, let me go back to the good stuff. Um, the Anytime You Need a Friend, CNC Club Mix. Of course, Janet Jackson, Anytime, Any Place. I've been listening to some Always Be My Baby, some Emancipation of Mimi, you know, Stay the Night. But yeah, that's pretty much the Mariah I've been listening to, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, just some classics, I guess. Nice. I did find myself actually listening to You Got Me Yesterday on the way to the gym, and I had to keep, I think I listened to it like three times in a row. I don't know about all that. (laughs) Wait, did you say You Got Me? Yeah, and I, it just, it came on on my way to the gym and I thought, you know what, I'm actually, since our episode about the should have been a single, I kind of feel like more involved with You Got Me. So I had thought, you know what, I'm going to put it on again. And then when it finished the second time, I thought, I'm going to put it on again. And then obviously I was too busy at the gym, so I just let it ride. But like, yeah, You Got Me probably over Save the Day, actually. But I do feel like I've listened to a lot of Save the Day over the last couple of weeks. You know you got me. Okay, so shall we crack on with the episode, guys? Let's do it. Okay, so we're going to start off on a little bit of a sour note, but um, it's a deserved moment. I need to celebrate the life of Olivia Newton-John. So we found out that Olivia Newton-John had passed on the 8th of August at the age of 73. Yeah, Um, she lost her battle with breast cancer. Yeah, it was very sad. Because 73, I know 73, when you're like really really young you 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 think 73 is old when you see people of that age you just think okay but like it's not an age to die it's such a young age to die even these days i think my mom is like 73 really my my grandfather died at 73 of parkinson's disease and my parents are now nearly that age so i was i was just so shocked and then there was no cause of death revealed at the time so i was just like what the fuck you know and she always looked quite youthful so i mean she was 29 when she was playing a a teen 
a, a, a high school teen in uh, Greece. So I was just so worried. I was just like, shit, what happened? And then obviously we found out it was a long battling ordeal with breast cancer. No, babe, I think she was in her 30s when she played Sandy. Oh, really? I've read that she was Yeah, 29. girl. Like, they literally, like, didn't want to hire her at first because they were like, oh, girl, you're kind of old. But <laughs> I think that um, John Travolta was like, no, we got to have her. No, because they... When did Greece come out? Because... 1978, I think. Okay, so if she was 73, well, what year was she born in? 1940-something? 50? It was, like, late 40. I think it was 1940... I feel like it was 1948, 1949. I can't remember now. I'll research it right now. When was Olivia Newton-John born? September 20... She was born in 1948. According to the New York... When was Greece recorded? According to Los Angeles Magazine... 1977. Yeah, she was 29, which is crazy. But still fit the role really well. Oh, yeah. I couldn't imagine Greece with anybody else. No. And I had no idea that she was actually English, but brought up in Australia. And I always assumed she was Australian. And then when I found out that she actually had uh, been given a a dame title, I thought, hang on a second, that's always for like English people. But and then I found out later, and this is all like since she died, I found all this out. Reese was a really big part of my childhood. So it was my mom's favorite movie. So we literally would watch it every Sunday. So it was like, our thing to do i know every word of greece i own the soundtrack i remember i used to run to the soundtrack of greece i don't know why i did that um i love greece and like finding out that she passed away was like it shocked me because it was like it makes me feel like i'm getting old because all these people are dying and people from my childhood are passing away so it's just so And it's not really my childhood. Like I said, it was my mom's favorite movie. But she took us to, when it was Greece's 25th anniversary, she took me and my brother to go see it in the movie theaters. So I got to see it in the movie theaters as well. So it's always been one of my favorite movies. When I found out she passed away, I immediately watched Greece Because, yeah, I felt like I had an obligation to it. But, yeah, it's really sad. And I cried. Oh, you did? Yeah, I cried at that like end, you know, when she's going up in the car. Oh, and they're like in heaven or whatever. Yeah, it just, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, damn. Shit, babe. Yeah. And there's like the whole conspiracy where like everyone in Greece is like dead. Did you guys know about that? No. Yeah. yeah so that. like you haven't, it? it's a huge like conspiracy or like a, a theory, fan theory, because of that ending scene where the car like starts flying and then they go into the sky, which is like completely like out of the blue for the movie. It's like com- the movie's like completely based in reality, except for that one part. There's like, a lot of weird parts. Like, you know, in Grease Lightning, when they're building that car and he's coming down from the ceiling with an engine and he's, and then they're flying around. <laughs> and also, don't even forget Beauty School Dropout where they're all angels and they're flying around. So you okay, can't, but like... I feel like that adds to the theory then. Like, it, okay, but anyway. Um, what, do we Greece... really just watch it a prequel to The Sixth Sense or something? <laughs> I'm dead. Get out of here with that. <laughs> but Greece was a huge part of my childhood as well. Whenever me and my family went on like a long trip or something, we had the cassette tape. And I always remembered being 
obsessed with her hair in the picture. And one of the first moments I remember being obsessed with hair was I got um one of those Barbie hair styling heads for Christmas. And I tried to curl her hair in the way of uh, Sandy's hair from Greece at the end. So it's been a huge thing for me and uh, my family as well. We would watch the movie. Like I said, we would listen to this cassette tape all the time. Yeah, I remember my favorite songs from it were, of course, Helplessly Devoted to You. The opening song was amazing. I always love that one. And then a little bit of an um, underrated one was Raining on Prom Night. I love that one. So what about we go together like, you know, that that's a good one, too. It's a good one, but that one. That one wasn't my favorite. Like I would I would take a hand jive over that last song any day because that was like a, <laughs> I thought you said hand job for a second. <laughs> no, the hand jive, the hand jive. <laughs> Bitch, the hand jive. Come on. And also the the song that he sings uh stranded at the drive-in. Like I feel like all of those songs are I take those over the last song, even though I love the last song. It's a really cute one, but no, nah, I'll take a hand jive over the last one. Yeah, it's a good movie. I, there's so much, so much nostalgia for me attached to that movie. Like, it's insane. I've probably seen Grease more than any other movie in the world. So, yeah. Sandy. Rest in peace, girl. Sandra D. So Mariah tweeted, she uh, she tweeted her iconic performance from her Around the World DVD release from the Butterfly Tour, hopelessly devoted to you, with the caption, I first fell in love with Olivia's voice when I was a little girl and heard I Honestly Love You. Songs like Magic, Suddenly, and Have You Never Been Mellow showcased her beautiful, airy tone and signature sound. And then there was Grease. I was obsessed. Of course, she's got to bring up the airy tone. I think it's really iconic that she got to sing with Olivia. So for that movie being so special to me, it was really nice to see her sing that with Olivia. And also, don't forget the Heartbreaker video where she uh, redid the scene from Greece for Sandra D. Oh, yeah. She was um, Rizzo in the in the wig, wasn't she? Yeah, she played the Rizzo part in the wig. And then okay. the, instead of, um, I think it was the Elvis picture on the wall, they had uh, Jerry O'Connell's picture. White girl, I have, mm, babe, honey. I, I've not noticed the Jerry O'Connell poster, but yeah, I totally got the reference. Have you seen what Jerry O'Connell looks like today? I'm not trying to shade him or anything, but girl, like I the plastic know. surgery he's had, he looks, he <laughs> looks like one of those like marionette dolls like that you stick your hand up in and make talk <laughs> he looks like one to me at least yeah, you gotta very, see him he's very tight and shiny like on his face and he's got them big old cheeks it's weird he always seems quite gay to me he's just weird to me like he's a weird guy i thought he was hot in the heartbreaker video but i i've said this before like really you chose jerry o'connell yeah but he was in scream he wasn't even a big character or really that resonant in scream i don't get why she chose him i i don't know like i remember at the time thinking oh okay like he's been in a couple of movies i don't know about any other movies but like i i thought maybe he was just hot in america and that's why she included him but um over here i i didn't get it i really didn't get it he was a big child child stars like oh really i yeah he was in that movie stand by me like 
Oh. Yeah, that's my favorite movie that he's in. Like, what a fucking iconic movie, honestly. But that's like his biggest movie ever. Like, he's always been like a, a D celebrity. But he yeah. somehow is like a cop. Don't forget about Kangaroo Jack, honey. Girl, I had never heard of that. Oh, my God. All right. Should we uh, move on from the somber moment? All right, you guys. On to our next topic. Last March, Mariah Carey officially filed a trademark bid for the title of Queen of Christmas, which was made public on July 12th. According to the application filed with the U.S. Trademark Office, the trademark would cover a substantial range of products, including fragrances, lotion, nail polish, jewelry, cups, mugs, sweatshirts, food and drink, ornaments, and music. All I Want for Christmas is You has been number one for a few years in a row now, since 2019. And on August 12th, a singer, Elizabeth Chan, officially filed a declaration of opposition to the trademark. Elizabeth said, that's just not the right thing to do. Christmas is for everyone. It's meant to be shared, not to be owned. Okay, bitch. Anyway. Who is this bitch anyway? Exactly. Do you know who Elizabeth Chan is? No, absolutely not. All right, Elizabeth Chan is a artist who solely just releases Christmas music every year. She's not she doesn't have like radio songs or anything. She just like releases Christmas music every year. I had no idea who she was until she started bitching about this. But What's she her also big song? Re- What's her Christmas song? I, I don't know. I feel like I've seen her before, but she released an album. I think it was last year and it was called Queen of Christmas. Well, Elizabeth can sit the fuck down and exalt the real Queen of Christmas, which we know is Mariah. She says, if you knit a Queen of Christmas sweater, you should be able to sell it on Etsy to somebody else so they can buy it for their grandma. So also another queen allegedly of Christmas is Salty about Mariah filing this as well. Darlene Love, who many may know from her popular Christmas song off of Phil Spector's Christmas album, who she sang originally, um, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. She's salty about this as well and has had several things to say on social media. She said, is this true? Is it true that Mariah Carey trademarked Queen of Christmas? What does that mean that I can't use that title? David Letterman officially declared me officially, quote unquote, are you kidding me? The Queen of Christmas 29 years ago, a year before she released All I Want for Christmas is You, which that timing doesn't add up to me either. And then, um, and at 81 years of age, I'm not changing anything. I've been in the business for 52 years, have earned it, and can still hit those notes. If Mariah has a problem, call David or my lawyer. Okay, Darlene, I'm going to need you to sit down too. Because (laughs) Darlene's just mad because the real most streamed Christmas Baby Please Come Home version is Mariah's. Let's be all the way 100 with that. So I don't know who is out here trying to talk about being the queen of Christmas when, girl... You're like, you're like the Christmas princess. Like, I'm sorry, honey. Mariah's the reigning queen. She has been for years. She's been very humble about it. So I don't know why you want to get salty talking about, oh, I'm the queen of Christmas. No, babe. You sang one Christmas song. It's pretty popular, but Mariah's version is supreme and it's streamed more. It's more popular than yours. So she can sit the fuck down too. 
I feel like with this whole dark, well, with the whole thing in general, is it really that big of a deal to have it trademarked? I, Mariah Carey will always be referred to as the Queen of Christmas in today's sort of like pop culture. It just is the thing. Darlene Love, I totally get where she, I don't get the other girl. I don't even know about the other girl or who she is, but Darlene Love, I kind of- Her thing is something different, babe. Yeah, but like Darlene Love, I kind of get where she's coming from, but really it's such a throwaway title. You can literally claim anybody to be the queen of Christmas. Like you could say anybody from your favorite uh, Christmas TV show from back in the day, even if it's just a presenter, it could be your friend who lives down the road or in your hometown from where you're from that throws the most amazing Christmas parties, your aunt, for God's sake, who throws the most amazing Christmas party, whatever it is. I feel like, yes, this is a commercial moment, it's a business moment, but at the same time, it's so throwaway. And the people, first of all, I don't know why Mariah's trying to trademark it unless she's got some like projects in the pipeline. Fine, throw it in there. But then if people start using the, the Queen of Chris, then it might affect the copyright of that. So maybe it's maybe she's got a new Christmas album and she wants to name it Queen of Christmas. I was, I was thinking just thinking that, the yeah. same thing. Same. A, until you said that, I just had a light bulb. Maybe she has another Christmas album coming out called Queen of Christmas or something like that. Yeah. And I feel like, yes, Darlene Love is from that golden Phil Spector era. And if we didn't have that, would we have had Mariah's amazing Christmas uh, sound? Right, Fine. exactly. Okay, so, you're, you're, you're right, Gareth, because all I want for Christmas is you. I feel like draws heavily from the Phil Spector moment, especially Baby Please Come Home. They're very similar songs. Yeah, and I feel like... Darlene Love as well in her in parts of her career probably around that time when she was of that Phil Spector moment like she had her career controlled by him and I feel like there's a relatable moment there they shouldn't be battling so I feel like at this time like in 2022 Darlene Love come on like you can be the queen mother but let's face it Mariah Carey is definitely the queen of Christmas. No babe Aretha's the queen of soul Aaliyah's the princess of R&B. Michael Jackson's the king of pa. Elvis is the king. Mariah's the queen of Christmas. Like, it's just one of those things. So I'm I don't just, know why I'm, she's trying to claim it as her own when obviously, honey, everyone else has decided. Yeah, but I'm just talking about Christmas. If she, if anything, she can now be the queen mother. There's, she's got five albums to her name. And I think- No, she, she doesn't. She's not the queen mother, honey. Like, she's not. She's got five I albums- also, to her name and it's like like her legacy is literally built about around one song also i want to add that mariah has never called herself the queen of christmas the public calls her exactly. the queen of christmas and you can always see when mariah is in an interview with people and they call her the queen of christmas she'll say something like well that's what they call me but she has never literally gone out there and stated i am the queen of christmas well that's so what I i'm saying like it's aretha's the queen of soul and Aaliyah, you know that's mariah everyone the gp has decided it's mariah so darlene can sit down and take it up with the rest of the world okay well so Today did this video, they were covering this topic and I was watching it earlier today and Mariah has, and her Mariah Carey style has not commented on this, but Mariah said back in 2019, 
I'm someone that loves Christmas, that happened to be blessed to write All I Want for Christmas is You. Everybody's faith is what it is, but to me, Mary is the queen of Christmas. Which made me giggle a little bit. I don't know why. That's just my sadistic way of thinking. But they had a lawyer on that show, and they were saying, just because of that comment that Mariah made, Mariah could be denied this trademark. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens. But these bitches are pissed. This is ridiculous. And I think it doesn't matter which way it goes. I think regardless of anyone trademarking anything, and if Darlene Love wants to fucking try and trademark the Queen of Christmas, which seems so silly, I think, as I just said, like, as it stands now, like, how many albums? Like, two albums, a Christmas special that has a soundtrack. Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas Is You, which does show inspiration very heavily from the Phil Spector era. I think it's very much deserved to at least be classed as that, whether it's trademarked or not. So if if no. anyone wants to trademark it and Mariah doesn't get it, Mariah will still be seen as this, the Queen of Christmas. Exactly. She's like... Mariah has solidified herself as the Queen of Christmas. And if they believe so much that this song, that uh, the Queen of Christmas is Mary, why are you bitching? Like, are you salty that you didn't get to trademark it first? Like, do you really believe that you're the Queen of Christmas? Yeah, like, so I didn't even... Write some honestly. Exactly. Honestly, I did not even know this woman's name. I know the song, of course, it's a Christmas classic, but I did not know this woman's name until all of this came out. I'm like, who the fuck is Darlene Love? So but it's you know like, what is an even bigger Christmas classic? All I Want for Christmas is You. And it was <laughs> written years later by a, a queen of Christmas. And so it's been I don't number know. one for like, what, three years in a row? Yeah, and I don't Four think years. Darlene's was Four number years. one. 2019 2020 2021 2022 and probably this year will be number one for the fifth year in a row so it's 2022 right now i mean going into 2023 it went into it went into yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know this this just seems like rich people problems and it just seems so silly because regardless of what happens mariah will still be that anyway she's just a salty ass bitch okay Mariah is always getting caught up on the weirdest drama. It, 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 it tickles me. I love it. Yeah, I don't even know. Like it, at this stage as well, when you think about "Baby, Please Come Home," why is there not something out there of these two singing together somewhere along the line? You know, I I just don't get why there's never been any hatred or anything between the two. But like now, it just seems like it's really silly. Just silly. But there was hatred in that she threw some shade in that comment that she, she made. She did, talking about, I can still hit those still notes. Still hit them oh, high yeah, yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? But, but now she's just, saying that. It was so passive aggressive because she started off the comment like, I respect Mariah and whatever. And then she ended with, but I can still hit them notes. Girl. Yeah. She's but, a petty ass bitch for that. And that's easy to say, but Mariah doesn't need to sing that song anymore. She did it last year. But for whatever reasons, but like, you know, she's she's not the Queen of Christmas based on Baby Please Come Home. She's the Queen of Christmas based on yes, what she's made Baby Please Come Home, but more more importantly, it goes without saying what she's done with All I Want for Christmas is You, and obviously everything else off the back of that. 
I don't even think it's like what she's done. It's like how everyone has made it like the top reigning Christmas song. Like she made the song. She did her thing 26 years ago. Like it's turned into like the top, the biggest moment. And that wasn't her doing. It's us. We decided she's the queen. So Darlene, you can't, you can't be mad because everyone in the world sees Mariah as the queen of Christmas. Like you just, you can't like, that's, that's your um, problem. Yeah. And for so long, everybody had Darlene love. And that's fine. And at that point, right before All I Want for Christmas is you, to say, yeah, you're the queen of Christmas, fine. But now there's another one. But I want to make another point too, though. It's like you said earlier, Gia, Mariah's version of Baby Please Come Home has more, it has 14 more million streams than Darlene Love. And Mariah doesn't even push this song. She didn't even really start pushing this song until last year. So what does that say about you, Darlene? For real, for real. Like, come on. Mariah's not even pushing a song and people love her song over your song. Exactly. She's a salty girl. She probably watched Mariah's Christmas special last year talking about, oh, this bitch did not. Are you kidding me? What is I bet that's on? exactly what happened. I bet I, that's exactly what happened. And I'm pretty sure she's still got a nice life off the back of that as well. You know, like she doesn't even do much. So I'm sure she's fine. I'm yeah. sure she's good. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll yeah, move on yeah, from that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. All right. Moving on from that shady moment into another shady moment. And it involves Beyonce. I don't think it's too shady. I don't know how I really feel about it, but. I think it's a little shady. It's a little, it's, it's shady for some of the artists that she mentions. So I'll go into this. Of course, Beyonce released her new album, Renaissance, but off the back of that, she released a remix to Break My Soul, the Queen's remix featuring Madonna, which, bitch, I love this. I love this song over the original, but I love Madonna's song Vogue so much because obviously I'm gay, and it's just like it goes into the gay soundtrack of every gay boy's life, but she uses the um the instrumental in the back from Vogue, which, girl, slay. In Beyonce's new remix to her song Break My Soul, she uses Madonna's sample from Vogue, released in 1990. She is also doing the same thing Madonna did in her classic song by naming iconic female singers, like Madonna did by naming iconic Hollywood actresses. You know that part in Vogue where she's like, Marilyn Monroe, Dietrich and DiMaggio, Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean. Yes, honey. Yeah, Lady Gaga did the same with Dance in the Dark. Yes. Well, Beyonce is doing this in her remix of the song. So the, the people that she okay, names in the, the song. Okay, but the queens that she named? Okay. I'm about to go through the list right now. The people she names are Rosetta Tharp, Santi Gold, Bessie Smith, Nina Simone, Betty Davis, Solange Knowles. Okay. Erica Badu, Lizzo. Okay. Lauren Hill, Roberta Flack, Tony Braxton, Janet Jackson, Tierra Wack, Missy Elliott, Diana Ross, Grace Jones, which she says twice, Aretha Franklin, Anita Baker, Jill Scott, and I don't know if I'm saying this name right, Helen Falaste Adu? I don't know who she is. Sade. Okay, so Sade. Yeah, Sade. So I. But she also mentioned Doja. Does she mention Doja? She mentioned Doja and Nikki. Nikki, Whitney, Jill Scott, uh, Chloe, Halle, Aaliyah, Michelle, 
Williams from Destiny's Child, Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. I, I get it. I totally get why all these people are here. But the thing that pissed me off so much when I got to the end of the list after hearing, I love this remix. I love this remix. The first time I heard Break Your Soul, Break My Soul or whatever this song is fucking called, it feels like it's called Everybody because she says it so many times. But when I first heard this, I thought, oh my God, this is the song that Madonna's been trying to release for the past 10 years. And I thought this is, of course, like, Madonna's probably like spinning in a grave right now. So when this remix came out, I thought, okay, now it makes sense. But Madonna's not on it. It's just using, it's like a mashup, really, as opposed to like a duet. And it's it's nice and it's much better I'd than- I'd say it's like a sample. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's using the two songs. It's not really taking the song anywhere else. And Vogue is like all the way through it. And it- Yeah, it, so like a sample. It, it's still- yeah, it's not really like a remix. It's still Break My Soul or whatever it's called. And it's not new vocals from Madonna. Madonna's not coming with any new lyrics. She's not offering anything. It's just like, yeah, okay, take this. That's fine. Because she knows she's going to get some coin off it. That's how Madonna is. So I, when I got to the end of this list, I thought, oh, hang on a second. There's these all these people, give or take a few, yes, like... <laughs> like Lizzo and Solange. Solange is only there because she's the, you know, the unidentified sister that nobody really pays attention to, even though she makes great music. Okay, let's not start because her album was amazing. I do like, like... Let's not shade Solange because <laughs> but... let's talk about Beyonce. But let's face Beyonce... it, she's overlooked. Even though her music is great, but as a person, like, nobody pays that much attention. And... I feel that that second line where Grace Joan is mentioned, we've got Aretha, Anita, at least something could have been played with, like, I don't know, they, they could have said MC with Mariah, or MC Queen Mariah, or... As soon as she mentioned Mimi. Whitney's name, Mimi. she should have said Mariah. Yeah, but I feel like, in terms of it rhyming, it could have been there with Aretha and Anita, just to throw it in there. Everything else I don't is even so think it needed it's to be, all like, so yes. thrown in there anyway. So why not yes. just put Mariah in there? Like she, Beyonce's always said that Mariah's the reason that Beyonce sings. So why not put her in there? Is she really that like badly informed? I don't know, man. Like I, you guys probably did the same thing I did when I first listened to it because she was naming off all these names and like she's about to say Mariah, she's about to say Mariah. Yeah. And she didn't say Mariah, and I was literally like what the fuck, Chuck? And what the flip, Dick? The she got queen, me... the queen of the '90s house remix, Mariah. Like, exactly. I'm sorry. She got me fucked up the way Little Wayne looks. I was just like, "What? I can't. I couldn't believe it." Uh, do you guys think that this was like intentional shade? Yes. No, I don't think it is. Yes. I think it's just oblivious ignorance. Oh, she like... just forgot. No, there's no way she forgot. Mariah. She said everyone. She said everyone except Cause, Mariah. Because it did toy with my brain a little bit. I thought, well, if Madonna has been involved in it and want, I don't know, maybe like, oh, I want to hear a rough track before I even agree, or I want to hear the track before it gets, the, the end track before it gets released. You know, if I thought, well, did Madonna have issue with Mariah being mentioned if she was? But then we've got Tony uh, Braxton, Janet Jackson. Madonna's mentioned some, like, negative things about Janet Jackson in the 90s. So, you know, later runs from, like, 2005, 2008 onwards, like, not very often. It's very few and far, far between. <laughs> she said okay things about Mariah. 
So yeah, where but is Mariah? Madonna also stood up for Janet when she had her nipple gate. Yeah, but from a personal point, I feel like because she... no, she stood up for her. She was in an interview talking about. I think that it's unfair how she's been treated in this situation and like all of it. She stood up for her. So I think they're cool again. If that's the case, then, then she said, okay, things about Mariah, but like, why is that not a, a thing? Madonna's I mean, even we don't know if Madonna thing. was like, you know. We, we don't, but Madonna's even mentioned in here. She's the first person that's mentioned that she's referred to as Queen Mother Madonna. And well, I can't imagine why. We go into the list. <laughs> I like Madonna. I'm not, I, I'm not a hater of Madonna. I like her music, but again, I am gay. But I was thinking the same thing that you were thinking, Gareth. Like, did Madonna hear this track first and was like, uh, keep Mariah's name out of it? I don't know. It's a conspiracy, bitch. I just thought it was just so weird that she would leave Mariah out of this. Exactly. There's so many people here. Why? I just don't get why is Mariah not here. There's so many. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. And I do feel like maybe somebody, possibly Mariah, just because of the way her name sounds... Could have been that second Grace Jones. Like, why is Grace Jones there twice? I love Grace Jones, but like, she doesn't need to be there twice. <laughs> She's also on the album. Exactly. Well, Grace Jones was in the original Vogue song as well. I don't know if that had anything to do with that. She, like you, like we said earlier, she could have said MC or Mimi. She could have done something like that because she changed a lot of people's names to their government. So it could have been something different. She could have worked Mariah's name in there, bitch. I'm just saying. Definitely. But I like the song. I like it. So I just always feel really bitter when we get to that part. I I do like this remix and I prefer it over the other one. I don't feel bitter about it, but I definitely think it's shady. Like I just I don't I don't think of her and neither did Beyonce, I guess. I feel let down. I I mean I'm not a big Beyonce fan by any means. I haven't listened to the Renaissance album. Like I j I've never really loved Beyonce. You're I like not a missing few much. Of- I've seen her live, but I just wanted to see her live because she was in my city and it was a big deal. But I don't, I've never really gotten into Beyonce. I like a lot of her tracks, but I never, like, I've tried to listen to a Beyonce album all the way through and I just really can't, except for the second disc of uh, Sasha Fierce. So that's like the only one that I can really listen to. And I can't even listen to that all the way through. I just don't, I've never really been a huge fan of Beyonce. But like I said, I really do like this remix. I am salty. I hope there's no beef between her and Mariah. So it's really interesting. Have y'all seen the TikToks about it and everything? No. You haven't seen the TikToks? No. They got this guy dressed up as Mariah and it's going through the <gasps> the, the name I part and he's this. standing there and he's just like, it says Mariah Carey waiting to hear her name. <laughs> I did see this <laughs> And actually, then she yeah. does, she do, he does that Mariah like hand to the camera and then walks off. It, it was funny. <laughs> I love that. That was perfect. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yeah, no, I've not really been... I don't think I've been a fan of like singles from Beyonce, but I think it's just time to get Destiny's Child back together. Come on. Eh, I didn't even really love Destiny's Child. <gasps> love Destiny's Child. Again, like I grouped that in with Beyonce. Like I liked a lot of their singles. I'm a survivor. I love that shit. Yeah. But like I've tried to listen to Destiny's Child albums all the way through and I just can't get through them. I, I like a lot a of their songs. Destiny's Child album over a Beyonce album. Happily. Uh, probably same. <laughs> probably same you bitches but, yeah. are tripping 
but the, 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 I don't know. Like the thing is, Beyonce is all over Destiny's Child, but then you get like your little bits where like where Kelly comes in, or maybe Kelly's on lead, or Michelle might be somewhere towards the end, you know, where she lives. But like Beyonce, it's just like I find. Girl, Michelle so... is an underrated classic. Like, don't even you are no, the shadiest. I... <laughs> No, I love Shading Michelle. Grace I... Jones for no reason. I love Shading Grace Jones. Shading Solange for no reason. No, I'm not Shading shade... Michelle for no reason. I'm not shading any of these people. I love Grace Jones. I love Solange's music, but like just to throw her out there like a queen, it's just like okay, chill. But like Grace Jones, that's her is... fucking sister. Yeah, but that's the only reason that she's there. We know that, but still, and... you would. But do you, you think that Solange? Sister... But Gia, do you think Solange over Mariah? Girl, that's do not you, even a question, bitch. That is a question. But do you think? But you do you think? No, no. The point is, you shouldn't come for another girl's name on the track just because you want Mariah on it. That's why I do can't you, deal with the lambs like that. Obviously, she should have put Mariah on it, but don't be hating on the bitches on the list. Like, come on. Do you I do think, think Lizzo that over Mariah? I do think it's weird she mentioned Lizzo and Doja in the category of everyone else. I do. I do. But Grace but I'm not is over there twice. Girl, oh my god, you, I can't with you guys today. I, but that's the thing, you're not getting that, that that she's there twice. What do you mean I'm not getting that she's there twice? Because you're like, saying yeah. that it's an issue for us that she's or for me or whatever, you're saying that she that Grace Jones is there and that's not an issue. I love Grace Jones, but that she's there twice, there's no need when Mariah could have been there. The- I don't think that I don't think that 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 those two correlate to each other. Like the the point is she didn't mention her. That's the issue. Yes, she could have. Yes, Grace Jones is there twice, but Mariah's not mentioned. I think that's the issue. Like yes, Beyonce, you need to say Mariah's name in here. I mean, not like you you need to, but I think it would have been. I think it would have worked. I think it would have been tasteful. I think it would have added up with everything she said in the past i think it's shady that she didn't but i don't i honestly don't give a fuck who she mentioned in the song because she didn't mention mariah so i i really don't care well i mean all these women do deserve a mention i'm not saying that at all i haven't said that but Mm. no i didn't but i definitely do think that mariah should have been mentioned if you're a singer and you're saying that mariah's the reason you sing and you're actually as good as your word then come on. That's a good point. I'm not salty about anybody who she mentioned. I really am not. Like, good for them. That's that's who she cares about and that's who she loves. But I just find it really, really weird that you didn't add Mariah. That's just so weird to me. And it seems very shady. It seems like a lowball punch. I, I, I'm just saying that I don't really feel like we're going to see anything from Mariah and Beyonce, like, ever. I don't think so. Okay, so moving on to another thing which is quite concerning um, is that Mariah's home in Atlanta was robbed while she was on holiday in Italy. Um, I don't know too much about this, to be fair, like in the details. Um, I, I, I know some stuff, but how do you guys feel about this and what do you know? Um, From what I've been hearing is that the police saying that it's a well-known gang and that they target celebrities in the Atlanta area who own homes when they post to social media that they're out of town. Police say that ha- that it has been happening in Atlanta for the past few months. A gang burglarizes celebrities' Atlanta homes when they post to their social media account that they are away. People Magazine said, 
The home was broken into through a forced door entry through the back door. According to the report, which named the suspect as 27-year-old Kenzel Walker, it was not immediately clear if Walker has entered a plea or retained an attorney to comment on his behalf. The Albany, Georgia Police Department confirmed to people that a man named Kenzel Walker was arrested and charged with homicide in July, but could not confirm if this was the same man in the burglary case. The Sandy Springs Police Department has not replied to people's request to confirm if this was the same suspect. So it seems like they have someone in custody, but this is also something that has been going on in Atlanta for a while. And again, Mariah hasn't commented on it at all in Mariah Carey fashion. Yeah, so there's not really much to say about this one because not a lot of people are talking about it. Like, you see a lot of news articles about it, but Mariah has obviously not commented about it. But it is really concerning. It is concerning. I just don't I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, obviously, it's, it's shitty. It's sad because she's just moved to this, well, not just, like, right now, but she's been there for a minute. Like, I think she moved there, what, last year? Yeah, she bought it in 2019 in November. Or no, she bought it uh, last November. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, she was renting it, I think, in 2020, wasn't she? And um, she moved there last year. So it's a bit shitty that she's just, she's sort of just moved here and this is what's happening, especially when you've got children. Like, that's scary. Um, yeah. But the fact that, and she could just be trying to protect that whole thing and she could be trying to protect what assets have gone missing as well without making it a big deal about extravagance and stuff but like in a way in my mind i'm kind of thinking like maybe this is real because she's keeping so quiet about it well it was confirmed that it happened so it was confirmed by the police department yeah so we know it happened but this is the same house that mariah did the easter promo in with the easter bunny where she sprawled out all over the bed that iconic moment with the violin swimming pool yeah yeah but she was also no honey the violin swimming pool is upstate new york babe yeah 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 but um she was also robbed in 2019 from her la home and they stole fifty thousand dollars worth of purses and sunglasses so this isn't mariah's first rodeo with being robbed but i feel bad for her i they don't say anything about what was stolen or if anything was stolen but i'm just assuming that why would you just break in the house if you're not going to steal anything you know what i'm saying depends what kind of security she's got i guess we don't know got anything to say about it gia i'm not worried about mariah she's pretty good last time she got robbed she said they didn't take anything that like was more important than like her life or something and it was all material shit and she's got money I'm I'm not really worried about it. I think it's scary. I think she should get a ring. She should get that ring for her front door and um, a good security system. And maybe she should have guards when she goes on vacation. And, you know, I'm not trying to be like a shady cunt or anything right now. But, you know, my mom always tells me like not to post when I'm leaving. I mean, obviously, it's harder when you're a celebrity and people know where you're going. But like we all knew that she was away from her house. So obviously it'd be so easy for everyone to know. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. But also she, she's like a mega star multimillionaire. So I, they, they can't take anything that is worth what she has. I don't think so. Hopefully they're caught and brought to justice, but I'm not worried about Mariah. If she was there, like, 
kidnapped at gunpoint like Kim K, you know, I would be tripping my balls off, you know, but it was a different situation. I think it's scary. I think it's, it's wrong that they did that, of course. And I really hope that they get caught. But I think that Mariah's such a big star that she should have stuff in place for this. This isn't the first time she's been robbed. So I don't think that I, I, I obviously don't know the inner workings of her situation, but I, I think she could hire someone to watch the house. Exactly. Like, could you imagine like the insurance as well that she probably like the home insurance she probably has? Oh, it's probably top notch. Like exactly. anything that they took could be replaced in a second, I'm sure. And I feel like probably since there must be some security there. Like you wouldn't just buy a home and like, she must've known that like this was all over the internet as well, that she's buying this house and just jet off to Italy without a care in the world. Like I do feel that maybe there was somebody that was occupying the property for a certain amount of time during the day. Obviously they weren't alert whether they were in the property or not. They weren't not well enough, babe. Well, exactly. Like maybe they were there for a certain amount of time and then they left. And, but I mean, what's the security doing? Like, uh, I don't know. There's, there's something like a little bit missing with the money that she has to put, to throw at the situation, to stop this from happening or help prevent it. Like, where's But also that? Ariana Grande's stalker just broke into her New York apartment recently. So these things can happen, you know, no one's perfect and no one's got the answer for everything it so to, didn't it happen to sandra bullock and taylor swift a couple of times as well it's yeah taylor swift too definitely um so this stuff happens people are fucking crazy and i wouldn't put it past a bit to break into somebody's house over some small shit you know these people got money these people got trinkets they got the goodies they got the merch they got money babe so they're gonna they're gonna do what they gotta do, I guess. But I think yeah. that the celebs should do what they gotta do to protect their shit. But like I said, I'm not I'm not worried about Mariah. If she was like if she was hurt, I would be furious and I would be like you know knickers yeah. in a bunch, plural or pearls clutch type moment. But I'm this is kind of like we're just covering it because we have to. We're a Mariah podcast. Like in my everyday life, am I thinking of this? No. No, she can you deal know? with the situation regardless. Right. As, long, as long as, like, no one's harmed, like... Exactly. Like, if the kids there. were there, oh, bitch. Yeah. I would be out in the street marching. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, I would be like, oh, let's fly to Atlanta right now. Square up, bitch. Let's go. But it's not that kind of situation. All right. Well, shall we move on to something a bit more positive? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it has been announced that on September 24th at Central Park, a concert is being held for Global Citizen. Mariah is doing her first concert since the Caution Tour in 2019, or maybe a little, a few concerts after that. I think it was um, the Butterfly Live concert in Vegas. It was. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the um, before the pandemic. Yeah. No, that was 2020. She, 2020. She, yeah, it was 2020. So other artists that are performing there are going to be Metallica, Charlie Puth, the Jonas Brothers, um, Main Skin, Mickey Goyotin, and Rosalia. Mariah (laughs) tweeted, New York, mark your calendars. On September 24th, I'm teaming up with Global Citizen to call on world leaders and corporations to empower women and girls to take climate action and end extreme poverty. Take action to earn tickets to the Global Citizen Festival. 
what is global citizen, you ask? Well, I don't fucking know. So I'm about to lay it down for you right now. Global citizens are action takers that impact makers. Our mission is to end extreme poverty worldwide now. Our voices inspire action to defend the planet, defeat poverty, and demand equality. We post, tweet, message, vote, sign, and call to influence leaders and citizens to act. The collective actions of our community can make a difference to end extreme poverty now. It's another app that you have to download. This concert is being called free, quote unquote, but you have to earn tickets by sharing multiple times on your social media accounts about their causes. You have to reach about 60 points to be eligible to be picked in random drawings for tickets. You can earn between five to 25 points per action and you just have to put in the work to tell your story, upload photos and share them to social media. So basically, I was super excited about this concert until I realized we had to do a bunch of bullshit to get tickets. Like, I thought we could just buy a ticket and maybe like, maybe you guys could just donate the proceeds or something. But no, you got to be like, as you got to be like an SJW about the situation. Yeah, exactly. So like, I'm getting like, geo jam vibes from this shit again. So you like basically have to keep tweeting about what they want you to tweet about. You have to write your own stories about things and write articles. You have to upload photos of yourself and all this kind of weird shit. I would totally want to go if it was, you could buy tickets. You know what I'm saying? I I, but, girl, I was like literally texting Nick like, I will buy us both tickets. We can go to this concert and like go to a Mariah thing for the first time together. And then Nick totally burst my bubble and was like, yeah, uh, that's not happening. So. Yeah. And you're not even guaranteed to win these tickets. You know what I'm saying? Even if you share a bunch of shit and get a bunch of points, that's just to get into the drawing. Yeah. That's just to get to them. Yeah. Into the drawing basically. So it's just like, do I want to put all this effort into it to go see Mariah? Maybe sing one song which will probably be hero and then all i would ever want to see besides mariah is probably charlie puth and maybe the jonas brothers but that's it like maybe rosalia would be cute but definitely charlie puth and mariah that's pretty much it i don't know who any of these people are apart from mariah and charlie puth yeah because you're really old you know who the jonas brothers are and you know who main skin is because they won eurovision I didn't, I don't know who Mainskin are. I only know Mainskin because I can't name a song by the Jonas Brothers. I only know one of them because they had that song called Jealous. And I found out who they were from that because I am. That's a, a good song though. Yes. And I, I am a little bit older. So they are after my sort of like relevancy time. Yeah, but, you're really old. I'm not really old. But like, you know, I sort of, they're Disney, aren't they? On Nickelodeon or some bullshit like that, I think. Yeah, they were a Disney kid. They are yeah. very Disney, yeah. So I didn't really get who they were. And then I heard this Jealous song and I thought, oh, this is good. And then I found out it was... Jealous is not the Jonas Brothers. Jealous is one of the Jonas Brothers. Exactly. Which I, I, don't, I don't know which one. Nick I Jonas. think it was Nick Jonas, yeah. But I found out who they were off the back of that. Main skin, I only know because, not because of Eurovision, I walked past a club that was on my street, not this street, but a street I lived on at the time. This is like, what, three years ago? And 
there was a guy with long, ridiculously long hair, and I loved the look of his hair, and he had this long coat on, and he was outside having a cigarette, and there was people, like, staring and taking pictures, and I just wanted to get to the gym. And I was just, like, walking, not paying any attention. So why are they all taking pictures? Who are they taking pictures of? He looked, at the moment, at that moment, he looked like everybody else. And then I went to walk around him because he went to throw his cigarette down and then he went to walk to go into the building and I just looked at him and walked around him and making my point like I'm going first and then I turned around and everybody's like taking pictures and running over and taking pictures to him and then I had to google like what's going on at this venue and then it came up main skin and I saw him in the picture I just like oh okay and didn't know anything of them still don't but now I'm seeing more of their name around. You probably know one of the, they have a really popular song out right now. And it's like, I'm begging, begging you. That's an old song. But that's their song. But I don't know it from them. <laughs> okay. And then you know the Jonas Brothers because they had that sucker song. I'm a sucker for you. I don't you know, know that, that song? No. How do you not know that song? That song was so <laughs> cute. And I'm burning up, burning up you, baby. I don't know that either. I'm 36, guys. Damn, you're so fucking old, dude. <laughs> so let's place bets on what Mariah's going to sing, because I can probably 100% guarantee she'll sing Hero. And always Yeah, yeah, wait, baby. okay. First, let's guess how many songs we'll get. And three. then, and then you think three, I was thinking three, two, okay? So then let's go into what we think they'll be. So do you, Nick, do you think three, three songs? I would say, yeah, maybe three. That's the that's the number coming to my psychic empath head is three. But <laughs> okay, so we'll definitely get a hero. Probably we belong together. Maybe a make it happen. Ooh, Ooh yes. yeah, make it happen. Or if it's like she releases a new song off this Butterfly Twenty Five thing that's coming up, maybe she'll be promoting that because that's kind of around the same time. Ooh. Oh, we could we could possibly. I'm, I'm getting delusional here, guys. Christmas but, already? You think she'll give us a Christmas no, moment? No, no. <laughs> my, my original thought was maybe always be my baby hero and make it happen. But what about can't? Uh, not can't do that way. What's the other one? There's got to be a way. Uh, I don't see that yeah, happening. I, don't, I so. don't. But wouldn't that be perfect? Is like a snippet in between? Yeah, I mean, it would fit the the bill, but. But now that you said always be my baby, it might be always be my baby, we belong together, hero. I don't even see her singing we belong together. I 100 percent I one hundred percent believe that she's gonna sing hero. Like no doubt. Oh yeah. That I mean, she will obviously, sing hero. Yeah. Because she's like, gotta give one for the fans. Always be my baby. That's hero. No, that's not hero. Always be my baby. Over we belong Sh together. She, she does that. She overdoes that song. But I can see her singing Always Be My Baby too because it's coming back into the public domain again. Yeah. I think it'll be Hero, Always Be My Baby. But then she can't not do this without doing Make It Happen, right? I feel like it's going to be Make It Happen, We Belong Together, Hero. And if it's not We Belong Together, then it's Make It Happen, Always Be My Baby, Hero. That's what I think it's going to be. Make It Happen, Always Be My Baby and Hero. Yeah, same. I can't see her wanting to sing We Belong Together because it's so hard. And you know how Mariah is these days with singing those um, hard songs. It's it's yeah. not that hard when she gets to the end. That's the hardest part. Babe, you know what I mean, Gareth. Nick doesn't, but you know what I mean. Girl, I know exactly what you mean, babe. She gets a whole you... minute-long break, honey. <sighs> I live through the We Belong Together era, bitch. Like, come for me again like that. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You just said I didn't. 
Well, then you should know what I'm talking about. But you're the one who proclaims not to know any of the live performances where you would obviously know when it gets easier for her. Period. Oh, my God. Okay. Question mark. (laughs) Okay, moving on. So we're kind of wrapping up this episode. So these last two things are kind of linked. That's my conspiracy theory with this. But good good old David Morales made an announcement on his Facebook which he quickly took down later that day. He announced on his social media on August 11th that he has an unreleased Mariah dance mix being released very soon. He posted a memory from a year before when he was back in the studio doing another Mariah song. I think it was My All, but it was a video to My All, and he posted a caption saying, Back in the day, working with legendary Mariah Carey, definitely a highlight of my career. Look out for a new Mariah Carey remix. And I was shook because his remixes are the best Mariah Carey remixes ever made. Period. End of story. You can't debate me on this. He wins. He is the king of Mariah Carey remixes. I mean, besides the R&B remixes. Yeah, the club mixes. I'm talking about the dance mixes. Yeah, the club mixes. Yeah, I'm not talking about the R&B remixes. Like, I should I probably know, I was about clarify to say, that better. Let's slow down a little bit, honey. <laughs> no, the yeah, there's no other. Well, there's no dance. There's no dance remixes that are even worthy when it comes to David Morales remixes. Um, the Heartbreaker. Uh, if you should never be lonely. Yeah, right. that's a good one. Yeah, there that is, is a good one. They, they're very. But it's no just, my all Morales mix. Exactly. It's no. It's no. Can't take that away. Heartbreaker. You should ever be lonely over a my all Morales because we get resung vocals and it's a completely different moment. So girl, I would, sit down. Girl, sit down because we no. get we get different vocals on the my all remix too, and we get that that vocal that she uses all the time on her tours. Just one more night. Like, come on, girl. Oh, I do love that. I, yeah, I do. I mean, you feel your body, feel your body, feel your body, feel your body, baby, baby, baby. If you're going to go from the ballad into the dance, I think that it's a nice break. That do, do, do just one more night. You have to use that. There's no, there's no other way. But um, yeah, I'll still take a Heartbreaker remix. Sit right down. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, there is something about those remixes. I hope there is one coming. I feel like he probably put it out thinking there's another one out there, like, in hope of a butterfly. Maybe he got some kind of, like, permission moment where he's like, you were putting this out. Is it okay? Yes. Can we take it? Yes. Or whatever, licensing moment. And then it, when he put it out there, it then came back, like, don't say anything yet. Like, we're still working it all out. What song do you guys think it would be? Well, that that is a good transition into our next topic, which is (laughs) there was a leak. I don't know where this came from. I think it was on Twitter. But there was a leak of a Butterfly 25th anniversary release that is supposed to be coming anytime now. And it's supposed to be a two-disc 25th anniversary album for Butterfly. The first disc allegedly i don't know how i feel about this yet yeah and i don't want to get any lamb's hopes up but this we're speculating on speculation but we're gonna still talk about it and i'm gonna explain why i think this may be true oh but like i said it's supposed to be two discs the first bold words nick (laughs) (laughs) the first disc is the traditional butterfly album and the Mm. second disc is a 15 unreleased tracks 
disc, kind of like the rarities. Mm-hmm. Why I think this may be true is because Mariah had no 1997 songs on the rarities, David Morales' announcement of an unreleased song coming soon, and then Mariah also tweeted Butterfly 25 coming soon on Honey's 25th anniversary. I want to know what your thoughts are before we get into the track listing. First of all, it was a crime not to have any 1997. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean... But doesn't that make sense for what's why this may be true and it makes so much sense it totally does i mean i wish that she'd have gone through mc i've said this before mc30 doing this with each album and then re-releasing each album with a bonus disc of rarities whether it be unheard of remixes demos of album tracks or unreleased songs whether it's the demo and we didn't get any further or the actual finished one but it was later decided not to be on the album you know all these moments like what michael jackson did i think about the 25th anniversary or whatever of his career and so i wish she'd have done that obviously we're at a point where she couldn't do that because people couldn't go out and buy but people could still order online but i guess the logistics of putting it all together didn't work either i don't know so I like this and I am happy if it's going to be real. But I just, because of the the way it's been leaked, I don't believe it. I will believe it when I see it. Exactly. But the track listing is fucking gag worthy. I'm going to start going through it if that's okay. All right. So I'm going to go into the track listing. So the first one is Last Chance, which is a song that Mariah produced for Allure, her her little girl band that she had back in the day on Crave. And it's a song that you can listen to by Allure on streaming services everywhere. And you can hear Mariah's vocals in the back. The second one is Don't Go Looking for Love, which I've never heard of before. So that would be an unreleased track. No, that is Um, actually being recorded by a girl band called Black. with a. Oh, okay. See, now we're putting the puzzle pieces together. And Mariah co-wrote it. And when you, when you listen to it, it is, I've not, I didn't know that about Last Chance though. Uh, at all i thought what's this i listened chance? to it today and mariah's vocals are all over the back of it yeah okay I'm yeah i have to listen to that but don't go looking for love it's 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 kind of separated from mariah but you can hear the those moments in there where like of course but yeah don't go looking for love it's it was recorded by black for their album can't remember the name of the album but it was their debut album in 1999 in the uk i think it could have been in 1998 for the us and don't go looking for love is on there and it's co-written by mariah carey Nice. I didn't know that. So I learned something new today. All right. So the third track would be called After We Said Goodbye, which is a six minute and 12 second song. So that's like the beautiful ones territory. That would be an unreleased track. Mm -hmm. All Cried Out, which is another song that Mariah produced and was written by Walter A. And Last Chance was written by Walter A as well. All Cried Out. Have you heard that one? Yeah, I love that. It's by Alone. Yeah, and you can hear Mariah all over the background on that song. Oh my god! And it's wait, didn't wait. So Mariah like made the group Allure, right? It was her group, and that she had signed to her label back in the day called Crave. Yeah, and she was on hella of their tracks. She's on a few, and she and she yeah on a few of them. She didn't write them; she produced them. She, I think she wrote a few of them. She wrote the other one that you're going to mention, but she didn't write All Cried Out. I don't know about Last Chance, but she produced All Cried Out. 
Wait, so why do we want these songs on the butterfly? Because moment? we like, want to hear Mariah singing them like in the lead. Wait, song. what do you keep calling them? No, Nick called them a lure. Now I'm calling them a lure, and I corrected Nick saying they're called a lure. <laughs> I don't know no, what's they happening. are a lure. <laughs> no, they're a they lure. are a lure. Not a they lure. are a lure. A lure. We say it, we all say it differently. A lure. A lure. A lure. It sounds like you're saying Kalua. <laughs> it sounds like you're both saying Kalua to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can kind of hear there's i don't even know if it's mariah it probably isn't mariah but maybe there's been some kind of like um attempt at duplicating a demo track that was given to them or something but she co-wrote that song all uh, right so all right so track five is called make you happy which is a trey lorenz song that he had on the Men in Black soundtrack and Mariah is the background vocals throughout the entire song. Oh, it's yeah. actually a really good, good song. Yeah, I've heard this song. I don't really get the connection with the trailer Wren song to Men in Black. I don't get it at all. But I, w- I would be living for a Mariah only moment, even if it was a duet with him and her and Trey, like playing around with stuff. Yeah. Like, I'd love that. That would be amazing. But she did sing this on the Butterfly Tour and you can find it on Spotify. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it's on Spotify with her and Trey Lorenz singing it on the Butterfly Tour. Okay, I'd happily look for that. Yeah, I think that would be great. I would love to hear a record, even if it's a live record. Sadly, it is live. That would be good. All right, well, uh, track six is called Head Over Heels, which I've never heard of before. <gasps> I have Do you it know on, this? I have it on my phone by Allure, yes. Let oh, this talk. is another Allure song? Yes, featuring Nas. Gia, I played this to you. Yeah, yeah but all of these songs sound like not like butterfly songs but they're just like the rarity songs yeah so they were probably like written after or maybe during other albums possibly and then they didn't get recorded until like later on maybe wait when when you showed me that song last time did i say oh my gosh dream lover yeah oh okay okay <laughs> okay so what's the next no one another pretender. <laughs> All right, so this is where it starts getting really gaggy on the track listing. Mm-hmm. So the next one would be, which is track seven, I believe, would be Lead the Way 1996 demo. Yes, bitch. I would love to hear this. I just, I have a feeling that this was not recorded until around Glitter Happening. I just have this feeling. And that's what makes me think. Like, some of these song titles, like, I'm just like, mm, do we know? But then, like, because they're already recorded by other people, I'm like, maybe there's a demo track. But then Lead the Way demo, I don't know. I just I just don't feel like that's real. I feel I like it could real. be. I hope. I, I would love to hear this recorded then. I would love to hear that. All right, moving on. The next track is The Roof original seven minute version which what yeah like she's never spoken of this before or alluded to this and seven minutes or like longer versions of songs are so trendy right now like taylor swift has one adele has even like teased one and it just seems to be a thing that people say now to see like what they get back and it's not impossible like i'm pretty sure like it could have been but i just feel like the roof doesn't fade out while it's still going. Like the song itself finishes. And I just don't see this having any legs to it. I mean, if it did, I'd love to see what that's like. 
maybe there's more lyrics maybe it has the rap yeah. section and then like yeah some more stuff maybe yeah. there's more lyrics that would be gaggy as well yeah like some more some details. more layering yeah. oh my god what if there's more to the Derek Jeter story you know what I mean yeah like, yes honey oh what if it starts off at the pizza shop <laughs> <laughs> Like in the book, <laughs> it wasn't raining yet. We were getting we pizza. We was at the pizza shop. <laughs> at the pizza shop, had to do security, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> in my leather skirt and my high heels. But you know what? There could be some, um, like instrumentation and you know how she said that she used to like record stuff to her answer machine like song inspiration there could be some of that in the back of the taxi that she, they've put together for a seven minute version and maybe like the brandy moment has that outro maybe it has an outro um yeah like a vocalized outro that would be mm. the mind boggles but at the same time because of everybody like gaining attention over their longer versions of the original album version like i don't know if i just don't have a feeling that this is legit for this i have a really good feeling this is true and i know i say that a lot about a lot of things <laughs> but like yeah you I, do i will be really let down if this isn't true i'm really banking on this being true I would love it if it is. I would be so pleasantly like this would be a bonus for me because I'm not reading into this. But if this was real, like, oh, my God, this would be absolutely amazing. I'm like what you said earlier. I'm not giving my hopes up. I want it to be true. Like mm. deep in my deepest soul part area of whereverness, like <laughs> I want this to be true. All right. So moving on. Mm -hmm. Track nine and ten. Track nine is another demo version. Mm -hmm. It's the Honey demo version one. And it's five minutes and 32 seconds. And track 10 is Honey demo version two, which is four minutes and 36 seconds. Again, gagged. Yeah, I want these to be proper demos. I'm, I, I kind of thought, what was that one that... Um... The smooth version with the, intro? Yes, I said it a few times over 2020 that maybe there's some kind of like, that like it's staying true. I can't remember what I said now, but maybe it's staying true to the demo version when they submitted it for sample. A bit similar to what they did with Loverboy. But I actually hope that this is... They could even put the rough track with the finished vocals. I don't care. Like, I hope that these are proper demos of Honey. Like, maybe one with the sample maybe well i mean there's a couple of samples but like maybe the one without the sample but i don't know what that would sound like but i'm excited about these i'm, I'm really looking forward i don't want anything from mc30 that we've already got as these i hope they are honey demos and i if it, if this is later confirmed before it gets released i'm gonna be hoping that they are rough as fuck yeah same i my one of my other favorite artists her name is jewel i if you're an older lamb like me and grew up in the 90s you know who jewel is but i'm not is she the one she did in the arms of the angel or no she no. does um she does these hands they're small I yes. Know. yes yes yeah, okay, <laughs> and okay. she she has this album called pieces of you and 
last year it was its 25th anniversary and she released something just like this and she put all these demos from all of those songs on a whole separate disc it i was so gagged it was so good and i remember thinking when i was listening to it i would love if mariah did something like this that's why i want this to come true so bad because when I heard that Pieces of You demo, like, oh my God, I felt like I was transported back to 1995. Like, for real. I felt like that. I, it was so good. I don't know who Jewel is. That's crazy to me. God, you're so fucking old. <laughs> Does that mean I'm old? I just don't know I'm who just she kidding. Is. <laughs> She's an old ass singer. All right, moving on. This is where the last topic blends in and why I think this may be true. So, Track 11 would be a breakdown Morales Club Mix. So let me back up and why I feel like this track listing is true because this track, we've been sitting on this track listing for what now? Three weeks? Give or take. Yeah, yeah I sent it to you guys like a minute ago. Yeah, like three weeks ago, Gia sent this to our DMs. But I never put this out there because I didn't think it was true. But when I officially thought this was true was when Morales posted that post saying i have a new club mix with mariah look out for it soon and it was breakdown so that's why i think that it's true at this point because mm -hmm. i was like okay whatever gia this is whatever but then when morales did that and he made that post i was like the, all these pieces are starting to kind of fall into place for me you know what i mean mm, you know i get it i totally get it but a breakdown morales club mix i'm living gagged gagged as, again as long as there's new vocals like oh my god the way the crescendo parts of breakdown like re-sung like she did with um the honey remix like definitely but she was always putting on new vocals during those eras with the morales mixes so i wouldn't uh, oh set my, my all god. no she did with my all what are you talking about the whole entire my all song is the same except a couple added things but it's literally the exact same vocal, just remixed. The it's not, Gia. Yes, it is, babe. Yeah, it is. She was sick, and that's why she couldn't do it. Or it was either that or the butterfly tour was happening, and that's why she couldn't do it. So it's it's a famous reason why that that doesn't have re-recorded vocals. So go listen to it. It's the same I I've, I've listened to that remix probably a thousand times. Like there are there are some parts that sound the same, but there are many resung vocals in that song. No, there's nothing resung. There's some things that are added, but there's nothing resung. We'll have to agree to disagree, but that's not how I feel. Yeah, I hope it's not going to be like that because you know uh, what's that Lover Boy remix? I know it's not a David Morales one, and it's got a really nice intro. But the, the rest... intro, the um, the cave, the what is it? The caveman, um. Fuck when she says the way you rock me. That fucking intro is so good. Yeah, but the rest of the song, it's not new vocals. I yeah, the rest of the song's not new at all. No. I yeah, just... the Lover Boy remixes are really good. Um, I love those Lover Boy remixes too. They're better but... than the original version. <laughs> I mean, I love myself the Lover Boy remix with Ludacris and all the other rappers, and of course, I've said it before, the uh, Firecracker version. I love the MJ Cole version. I am excited for this if it's going to be a thing. Hopefully, that was just a bit of like miscommunication where he just mentioned it, and then they were like, "No, you need to take it down because it's not finalized yet," or whatever. And then it was just like, "Okay," so I took it down. And I do hope 
we're gonna get something. Going through it right now, it does excite me, but I'm just like, stop it, Gareth, stop it. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next one, unless you've got anything to say about this breakdown, Morales. I'm just living for it. I hope it's true. I, I've i said it 10 times during this episode. I love me Morales mix. But moving on to another gaggy one. <laughs> it's track 12, which would be, it's my favorite Mariah song ever. It's 4th of July, alternative vocal take. Gagged. Gagged. What do you think that means? Do you think that means like a deeper moment in the verses? Or... Well, if you've been on YouTube, there's a version of 4th of July where the bridge has belted vocals and not the whispery um, thunderclouds hung around, you know, so threateningly, something, something. Um, the the sky, best part of the song. The mm. sky opened wide. Um, there's like a huge belted moment on YouTube that's not on the album version. So I think we could get that version if this is true, allegedly. But yeah, I hope for that one. Moving on to track 13, which I'm not as gagged for, but... I have my feelings it, about this. It's Close My Eyes Acoustic. So I just that I think it's just going to be the same thing that she did for the book. You know what the, I mean? The 2020 version, yeah. I think that's what it's going to be. If this track listing is true, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what makes me feel like it's true because the rest of the songs, except for the last song that, and we'll get to it, is just stuff that she already had recorded and thrown in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's nothing new. Like, there's not, like, one track that didn't make it to Butterfly. Like, for real. I mean, these songs probably like the beginning of when we went through the track list and they could have been recorded in attempt to you know, when she said she started work on her next album after Daydream in the book, um, these songs could have been some of those songs, but then it, the way that they were at the time, she but probably But Mariah thought, said the first song she wrote for this album was My All. And that's okay, but then after that, she probably started... Do, she probably wrote loads of songs after that, and then these songs could have been amongst them, and then these, like, from what they had made at that time, these were the weaker songs. Also, like, the first couple of songs are probably just demos that she's saying for Allure, and that's what they're using, you know what I mean? So it makes yeah. sense. It it doesn't seem like there's, like, a missing track or anything. It's just, it's songs that she's saying for other people that, sh that they used. Yeah, but then if she hadn't have given them to other people, then they would be exactly that, you know, the missing track. It's just that she gave them to people. Exactly. It'd be nice to hear her versions, even though they sound kind of like the rarities. And I don't know how I feel about that. But They sound like really 1994, 95 to me. All right. Well, moving on to track 14, we can get through this one real quick because it's kind of expected to be on here. It's the roof when I feel the need featuring Brandy. So mm. this makes sense. Another reason why I think this is true. It makes sense why this song wasn't released on streaming. Exactly. And it needs it something like that needs to have a release moment. Like even like before this got leaked, this little speculative moment, like I kind of thought like there's still nothing to do with this song. Like how I, I get like you want to drive as many people to your masterclass and pay for it, but like still there's nothing to do with this song for people to to download. Like it it, it boggles me. So in a way, yes, this this track listing kind of does make a bit of sense but yeah all right before i do this last one how do you say this girl's name is it Haley bailey or holly bailey holly bailey 
Hallie Bailey. Hallie Bailey. Hallie Bailey. Hallie. Hallie. A bit like Halle Berry. Like Halle Berry, but Halle Bailey. (laughs) Halle Bailey. Okay. Okay. So the last track. I don't know how I feel about this because I don't really know who this artist is. God, you're so fucking old. It's track 15, Breakdown featuring Haley Bailey. But Haley Bailey, (laughs) for people who don't... Jesus fucking Christ. Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey. Okay, so track 15 is Breakdown featuring Holly Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You say it, Gia. I can't say it. Holly. Holly. Hallie, Hallie, say Hallie, Hallie Berry. Say Hallie Berry. And track 15 is Breakdown featuring Hallie Bailey. Yes. And for people like me who don't know who this chica is, she is uh, the chica in the new live action Little Mermaid. And she is Beyonce's prodigy with her sister, Chloe X. Hallie. They have a very popular group right now. Well, I mean, the, they're a very popular duo. But yes, yeah, I've also- never heard of them. I've even heard of them. You guys are so fucking old. I've heard of them. I know. Okay, I'll take it back. You're not (laughs) as old as as Nick right now. They're very popular. I feel like there was something rumored, at least with Halle Bailey or both of them, Chloe and Halle, with Mariah recently. And I say recently, like, in a wider spectrum, like 2020 onwards. I can't remember, but I feel like there was something rumored or, or... floated around online over the last two years where it was just like and it, you know those I remember three. I know what you're talking about I think yeah and I can't remember what it was for or what it was I with. thought it was a Christmas moment but I, I feel like they, maybe they could kill a god rest you married gentleman with their harmonies <gasps> yes and I think we spoke about it didn't we we covered the national anthem for America their version didn't we what, we, wait, did we add them? Because they gave us sick harmonies during that as well. Yes, Maybe we it's like an di- honorable mention or something. Yeah, we discussed, we did discuss it um, in our 4th of July 2021 episode where we took, we broke down everybody's versions of um, the Star Spangled Banner. And we did discuss this. I don't know if we played a snippet or if we went into too much detail, but yeah, there was something rumored about possibly something else a dream collaboration i can't i I lit honestly i'm bringing it up and it's literally so sparse in my mind right now that i don't have any details in mind but it sort of disappeared and i feel like this is that or it could be that and if it's real it would be nice i don't know how it would sound i mean it would be it would be quite nice maybe it's a little bit beefier with her behind like what we got with the brandy roof remake but i don't know why they're both not there chloe and hallie yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about this chica or those chicas, so... One of the reasons that I don't think that this may be true is because somebody posted this screen cap of this track listing on Twitter, and Lyron commented that it was fake. And Lyron, as everybody knows, is the queen of all lambs, Mariah's favorite <laughs> lamb. She's been a lamb since 1902 kind, kind of type shit, but... I hope that's just LeBron trying to like fake us out. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, everyone knows LeBron is the head bitch in charge. 
Laron. I mean, it's true. She really is. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just like, Gia was like, it's Laron. And then you you went in and said it again, but you were like, Lyron. And I was just like, oh my God, I just said the same thing. her name is Laron. Laron. It's not Lyron. Like, but then, I was, I, then when Gia was like, comes back in, she's like, yeah, Laron said that. Laron. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, I don't know what the accents sound like, like where you're both from, but I feel like it is just an accent thing. Like, no, boo, he's saying it wrong. <laughs> I say Laron. That's how I say it. Okay, this has been the last episode of the Adventures of <laughs> That was a funny part of the episode, too. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, so out of all of these tracks, which ones are y'all most excited for? If this is allegedly true. Well, I would be excited for the majority. I do want to hear what the, maybe their demo versions are originally like partly recorded. I don't feel like they were like done to completion, ready for the album, but the, the Allure songs, the Black songs or Black Ivory as they were known over here. Um, I do feel quite excited to hear those uh, like mariah's versions and have them like completely mariahified instead of like delivering them to somebody else because obviously it will have taken on somebody else's sound and vibe but and they're nice songs so i am excited if this is real to hear her original versions a couple of the remixes and the demos yes i want to hear i i am excited and i'd like it's it is partly about hearing it, but it's also partly about having it and the packages that we're going to get, if any. Like, is there going to be a vinyl? What's the vinyl going to have on? Because sometimes you buy vinyls and it doesn't have all the tracks on, whereas if you buy it on streaming, it's got, like, double the amount of stuff on. Or the CD, there's an extra disc or something. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that there's going to be a vinyl because there would have already been a vinyl leak of some kind. You know what I mean? Unless That's she's true. doing something like the rarities where she'll, they'll ship it out in fucking 2024. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, how about you guys? I'm most excited about the demos and the seven minute version of the roof and Fourth of July alternate vocal take and the Morales mix of breakdown. Yeah. I think the, the first six tracks which are all like already sung by other artists and sound so like gia said earlier very 90s if i go back to how i felt about the rarities i don't know how i'll feel about that i'm i'm more excited to hear basically the demos how about you gia i think the lead the way demo is what i would be most excited about if it was like recorded during that time i don't think i actually care at all about if this is true, the songs for other people, I don't really see how that ties into the whole butterfly 25th anniversary part of the whole entire moment. Um, yeah, so I don't really care about all that. I mean, maybe if it's true and it comes out and it's amazing, I'll be eating my words. But as of right now, it's like the honey demo and the lead the way moment. But I kind of hope that it's not true and we get like real songs from mariah written during that time that didn't make the cut to butterfly like an actual rarities type moment because as of right now i'm like very meh about the whole entire thing but as laron said it's not true so she could be you know trying to keep 
keep the surprise together. But if it's true, like I, I, I really don't. I, I don't want to be like I don't care because this is my favorite album. But because it's my favorite album, I think that's why I'm like a little let down about this rumor track list. Like, where are the where are the butterfly songs? That's just how I feel. But it's like you said earlier, Mariah stated that she didn't have any bonus tracks from Butterfly. So it makes sense to me why she would release these songs of other songs that she produced and possibly say in the demo for because they were recorded during that time around 96 or 98, maybe even before then. So that makes sense to me why they would be on there. But I don't know, like I... I thought you would be more excited about it. I get what you're saying. I think that I would enjoy this more than the rarities just because it comes from the butterfly era. But I could all I could of those other like, songs don't sound butterfly to me. Like but we well, I get that. They sound more daydream to me. Daydream they music. Sound, box. They sound more daydream music box to me. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for the demos. Like I would totally be down for the demos, but I just think adding those other songs is like kind of left field for me. So I'm still kind of trying to think about how I feel about it, I think. Um, But like I said, like if it comes out and it's all her on it, like I'd be probably really excited, you know, but I'm at the point right now where I'm like, Gia, you're not letting yourself think that this is real right now. This is a rumored track list we're talking about our speculation of it and how we feel about what this would be. So I think maybe it's a little bit of all of that in my opinion right now. So I'm just also just not trying to get my hopes up. So I feel like maybe I'm saying meh and like, I'm whatever about it because I don't even know if it's real. So who really knows? Do you get what I mean? Because Butterfly is my favorite album. So I'm not trying to get all like overhyped like I did for the Christmas special. Like I am for this. Like I'm going to be like happily surprised if we get anything cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she's if she started recording like for or writing and recording possibly for her next album that was Butterfly in 1996, maybe some of these songs then, the first few, were the start Throwaway of... tracks. Yeah. Maybe like... they're just throwaway tracks that she was just like, ah, oh, this won't fit. But yeah, let's just let's just start working on some, some things. She's writing some songs and stuff. She goes in and records them. Okay, well, we'll put that to one side. Let's keep going, keep going. And then eventually they were the songs. Okay, well, let's see who, you know, what we can use them for. And then it turns out it, it was like other people. But in a way, like, I don't believe that she was done with Butterfly already together. You know what I mean? I feel like there must be at least one, two, maybe three songs. I'm I'm hoping for a Butterfly song that was meant for the album, didn't make the cut. That's like the one thing that's missing from this track list for me is like a song that was written and made. Like a slip in a way to daydream. But for like Butterfly, a what? Like a slipping away to daydream. Yes, like a slipping away from daydream, but for a butterfly. Yes, yeah. exactly, Gareth. One hundred percent. I need a slipping away type butterfly moment. Maybe that's what after we say goodbye is because that wasn't recorded for anybody else. So that could that sounds like that would fit on butterfly because this happened right after she left Tommy. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I am really not jiving with is maybe if we do get a 97 track 
that was that is the slipping away moment for the album i think that's what will gag me and what i would be most excited for well let's pray to the lamb gods hope that it'll happen i hope it happens i really do i'm excited for it i'm excited to see if this is true what the packaging is going to look like are they going to release unreleased photos from the butterfly photo shoot you know what i mean like is it going to be a different cover like how you know that picture inside the butterfly album where she's where it's just like her side profile and there's that butterfly flying next to her I would love a gatefold vinyl of Butterfly. I, I've always wanted one. So oh, same, same. I And no matter what, honestly, I feel like I'll probably be happy because it's Butterfly. And, you know, it's my favorite album. So I'm not even trying to be like salty about whatever we get. You know, we we don't need anything. She's already done something for the 20th anniversary for it. It would just be it would be really cool if there was like a surprise track that we don't know about. All right. Well, I guess that wraps up the episode. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to our Butterfly 25 speculation catch up episode. We've been the Obsessed Podcast. Don't forget to go rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. You can also catch up with us on all social media platforms at the underscore obsessed underscore podcast okay guys thank you for listening see you next time on the obsessed podcast bye 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 bye